How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. My stock been going up like a crescendo. Yeah, four years ago this month, I was very fortunate. I made a call a very important person. Her name was Jennifer Karstensen. And I didn't know the first thing about what I was getting into, trying to sell my home. I just knew that I was probably going to have to sink thousands in just to get it on the market. Thank goodness I called Jennifer Carstensen. She said, no, fool, all you need to do and all you could have done was call me early and I would have told you this is fix this, this, this. A few hundred, I think I spent, less than a thousand. We're going to sell it for this. I said, no, we're going. Yes, we are. And that's pretty much how the process went. Six days later, she had my home sold. That was in a much different market than what we have here four years later. But that's the point. Jennifer Carson's been doing it in every market, and that's what you want, an expert who's got a finger on the pulse. Call her up, 901-625-5200. She didn't just help us get our home sold, a bad situation made good. She put us in our dream home as well. We're in a much better situation because of Jennifer Carson. My family only has her to thank for it. This is her team that she's put together and built. That's why you need to call her up. Again, 901-625-5200. Or you can email her at sold at livelovememphis.com. Again, that's sold at livelovememphis.com. It is the Live Love Memphis and Live Love DeSoto teams at the real estate agency. All right. Every day around this time, we do the rundown. Let's go. Now, it's the rundown presented by ExploreStLouis.com. The biggest stories of the day from Jason and John on 92.9 FM ESPN. First story. New York Yankee slugger Aaron Judge has done it. He hit his 62nd home run of the season yesterday in the second game of that doubleheader uh, he's done it. I feel good for the man. As he said, it's a big relief. You could tell for him uh, just in terms of the interviews and everything else. He talked about it, you know, stepping up every time to the plate and, and not just feeling the pressure of fans and everybody wanting you to break the record, but every time he looked into his own dugout to see all of those eyes glued to him and know, you know, that this could be the moment. He felt a ton of pressure there just from his teammates, obviously, uh, thinking, okay, this could be the one. Wanting him to get it done and certainly not to get to the end of this regular season tied with Roger Maris not having broken it. So there's a great deal of pressure, uh, obviously, on Aaron Judge, and it feels, you know, you can't help but feel good for the man in terms of uh, getting that pressure off of his back. And, again, the way he carries himself. I made this point before and given Judge a respect burger, just how humble he's been in all of this. Roger Maris was 
was much the same way. Babe Ruth was not. Um, some would argue, even though he's our home run king, single season, everything else, Barry Bonds, that he had an attitude issue. You've never sensed that with Aaron Judge. There, there are very few reasons, unless you just can't stand the Yankees, to hate on Aaron Judge. You can't. No. It's the way he carries himself. It's how humble he is just about every turn. Even in the situation where you know they're asking him at the All-Star break, you going to let down little Yankee kids and fans? Right? Even in that situation, you know, as tough a, a spot as that is, and obviously this is a business, I thought he handled it about as well as you could in that situation. So, well, there's other great Yankees, too. Sure. Pretty humble answer in that sense. Um Happy for Aaron Judge. That said, uh, Jeff Passan, many others have pointed out, and he did last night. I'm going to read Jeff Passan's tweet. This is how I think we mm-hmm. feel here on this show. Uh, Aaron Judge's 62 home runs, which is the American League record, obviously, passing Roger Maris, is a remarkable achievement, uh, Passan tweeted. Barry Bonds, 73 home runs, is the record. Oof. There is nothing else to discuss. And that's pretty yeah. much where so, we're at, right? Yes, I am on board with this philosophy, by the way. And I have only come around because I wasn't like that 20 years ago. I am now. You were more of a baseball purist 20 years ago? I was more of the, I don't know. But it's it's happened, and it continues to evolve. Last week, you might have seen me tweeting about this because I'm a baseball fan. I was watching the 61st one because it's been 10 days now since he got 61. It took him a while. Mm -hmm. And they had the ESPN had the Yankees game, and it had A-Rod, Clemens, and Bonds all on the same broadcast with the play-by-play guy from the Yankees. And I'm sitting there watching this, and I'm like... And the other thing is all three of them are more humble than they were 20 years ago because they all had the bravado, and they're all sitting in front of Congress and bitching and moaning about why am I here, and they had this sort of chip on your shoulder. And like all of us, I think, 20 years does a lot to a man. Like, because when we're in our 20s and when we're in our 30s, you're a different person than when you're 50 or you're 55 and you're Clemens and your kids in the uh, Major League Baseball now. So I've come around like, I actually like Barry Bonds now, too. I know that's not a popular opinion, um, but he was talk when he talked on the broadcast, I found myself liking him. And I like, I like A-Rod on the broadcast, and I like Clemens. Mm-hmm. When they're not talking about or defending themselves... They're pretty likable. I know that's not the point. The point is, should they be in the hall? Should they be considered the record breakers? And in this case, Barry Bonds. So I've come around on it, and and he was one of the best, if not the best hitter before he took steroids, too, or really got into it. McGuire, that wasn't the case. So, that was not the case for McGuire. So you bring up a, a question I'd ask you then, that you know, as sort of this generations come up, and don't feel the same way you mentioned. You've changed on it in terms of your feelings. Won't we eventually get to a point where these older baseball writers, those guys that want to hold their pure, didn't do steroids era deer, and yeah. say that those records should, for lack of better words, they'll die off. They're going to die. And eventually, we will all right. That's just evolution. They're going to die. Eventually, we will re- all recognize. Yeah. Barry, what Barry, Barry uh-huh. did, what what Mark McGuire did. I mean, you had Bonds with seventy three, McGuire seventy, Sosa sixty six, McGuire had the sixty five season, Sosa sixty four, sixty three. We've had we've had numerous seasons yes. of more home runs yes. than this, and we're telling ourselves those folks that don't want that that didn't happen uh, during an era again that baseball profited from that was huge for baseball. It, Look, when we checked in on Aaron Judge, it was kind of like, okay, here we here we go again. Hope he gets it. Right, uh, he'll get the. When we were tuning in to Barry Bonds, we were all locked in. That all felt in. Re- yes. yes, and I 
you know, I, that was the time. And there were other players at that time. It was the steroids era. Yeah. Uh, again, something that baseball profited from. It was popular uh, for baseball at the time. And now all of a sudden you're going to say all these, no, here's our home run king. But it, to Mark's point, you're making the assumption, too, that, yes, Aaron Judge Everybody's has never failed a drug clean. test, yeah. but that, that he's super clean. Right. We, we can't make that assumption, although, yes, yes we want to believe it. And Aaron Judge certainly has the size and power That's right. to hit 62 yeah. home runs. All of that said, Eventually, that viewpoint, sure, right that 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 will die off. Well, and the other thing is, a lot of we don't ever consider the advantages that current players have when it comes to the technology to do what he did. I'm not saying every player can hit 62 home runs, but like there's some thing like for example, CJ when he plays basketball, think about the training he has that that maybe you didn't have or I didn't have. There are things that my son does, and I'm like, man. Advancements in sports. That's what, yes, we get better. If I would have had that, mm-hmm. I would have been the best hitter on my team when yeah. I was in high school. Or if I had that, like we went over to Shoot 360, and I'm looking around, and I'm like, now it's not steroids, but I'm like, man, if I would have spent five days at this place as opposed to out in the cornfield in Illinois, I'd have been a hell of a lot better shooter than I was in high school. Yeah, we, we evolve. There's yeah, no question so about we that. evolve. And I, I also think these dudes are going to have to die off. I told my wife this. I'm like, when I get old, please tell me, that I can still change and that I don't need to be an old codger because well, some of these old reporters, not, man. Not to pick on them, but you know, Mad Dog is the type that was yelling at Stephen A. today that that's not, this is the record that, 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 right. what, what Bonds did. And it's that type of old baseball purist, right, that's still you know, holding cling to that. But those guys will not, there's you know, 10, so many 20 of them. years from now, there'll yeah. be less of those and less of that viewpoint is my point. Now, for Aaron Judge, it was a monster regular season. Buster Olney says, we were talking a little bit about the MVP, AL MVP, Shohei, or Aaron Judge. Buster Olney says this is the best offensive season we've ever seen. Okay, wow. from, from Aaron Judge in the sense that you talk about the 62 home runs. Second, by the way, is Mike Trout at 39. So he's so far out ahead of the rest of baseball. But he leads in RBI with 131. And then what would be the triple crown? And maybe the reason he plays today, I haven't seen whether or not he's in the lineup today. Mm-hmm. But he's still four points short on the batting average. Uh, Luis Arreyes of the Twins is at 315. Judge is at 311 after yeah. last night's game. So he's four points behind him. I, I, I would assume mm-hmm. no when the competitor the Aaron Judge is, he wants to be out there to go for the Triple Crown, to go for this. Um, I, you know, is he capable of putting up a three or four hit day? Absolutely, he is. Yeah. So I, I would think he's going to play to try to to try to catch Luis Arreyes of the Twins again. But fantastic season for Judge. Pressure's off. Yankees can now just go into the playoffs and sort of focus on uh, what the goal should be, which is winning a uh, winning a World Series title. I have my doubts on them, especially with everything having been so focused on Aaron Judge of late. Plus, I mean, my gosh, I mean, you look at the Dodgers. Astros have had the Yankees number on that side of things for a while, so we'll see. I've got my doubts on Yankees. The other part of this story that we find very interesting is the other end of the home run, and that was Corey Humans is his name. I hope I'm pronouncing that correctly. He made the catch in the front row out in the outfield of Aaron Judge's number 62 ball. Now, we had talked about this yesterday of what we would have done with it if we had caught it. Happened yesterday, and now Corey Eumanns finds himself in that exact position we were lusting over yesterday. He's walking out with security all around him to go authenticate the ball, and now he's saying, okay, I don't, I'm not sure what I'm going to do yet. We all know what you're going to do. You're going to sell that ball for as much as possible. <laughs> There's already apparently an offer out there of $2 million yeah. for this baseball. Now, here's the deal. Rich get richer. This is crazy. This dude is in the financial world, right? He works yeah. for some big finance company. But Brad brought this atten- Brad brought this to my attention before the show. Yeah. His wife 
it works in media apparently already and is an alum of a- of ABC's The Bachelor. She's like quasi famous. She was on The Bachelor. The first thing she tweeted was, "That's my husband." So her everybody's husband caught the ball. Yeah, they con- they connected her and they just married like in twenty one. It's crazy, man. He was a so the crowd itself was thirty eight thousand eight hundred thirty two. I just bring that up because it's the largest to watch a baseball game in that three year old park. Oh, and the, the new Texas, Rangers, the park? Texas Rangers yeah. park is the largest crowd ever. So your your chance of being the guy right to go in yeah. there, largest crowd ever to coming out with a ball. Well, they're increased when you're sitting front row, but there's no guarantee. Saw the other guy dive. What do you think of that? I thought that was good strategy. Uh, a guy about three or four. It looked like about three yeah. or four people over yeah. jumped off of the front row down to. What what's that behind the yeah. behind the outfield basically yeah. that that little pathway down there's there. like a, a walkway a there a walkway yeah. trying to catch the ball Good if it strategy. had ricocheted off because again if humans doesn't make a great one handed yep. catch with the glove that ball could ricochet off hands or whatever else and go down where he went so I thought the move was actually yeah. you know probably a pretty high percentage move in terms of where you think the ball is going to go yeah but to 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 do all that and then not get it. <sighs> Uh, must feel pretty bad. Again, it happens because humans makes this catch. Oh, it was such a... Uh, we think he can get two, mu- uh, two million plus for it. That offer's already out there. Maybe he could get more. Here's my question. Yeah. If Aaron Judge does play today mm-hmm. and on the final day of the regular season and hits 63, okay. what does it do to the value of 62, if anything? I think they're both valuable. Maybe it dips it a little bit. They're obviously both valuable. I think they're does, both, does it, they're both it, million dollar plus balls. Can we agree on that? Well, because the 63 ball is going to be the new AL record and the one you'd most likely see in it the has hall more value, or whatever but, else. It is the record at 63, yeah. even though you've extended it. That's right. 62 broke it, but 63 is the record. So to your point, 63 has much value. Maybe it's obviously. A, maybe it's worth two and then the old ball's worth one and a half. But if it doesn't happen, then it's probably, what, two, two and a half, whatever. Here's a question for you, I'll ask ask you because Jeff asked this question on his show if it was Aaron Judge saying hey I'll make a deal with you Jason you got my ball I know that thing's worth like 2.53 million will you cut me a deal and give me give me it for 2 million you get to cut the player a, a little discount if and I'll, here's what I'll throw in I'll throw in like some season tickets and some swag can you cut me a deal for 2 million not that Aaron Judge needs a deal or I've got an offer for 2.5 yeah you got 2.5 out there you're gonna take all the money I got, I'd have a hard time hard time turning down that other You're half a million. That, no. though, wouldn't you? Yeah, I think I would, too. I mean, I need the half mil because I'm a normal human. But, but I'd, I'd bounce it back with Aaron and say, you know, Start how, negotiating where, where can a little bit. What kind yeah. of experiences can I get out of it? Now, you, now he, I'm assuming this guy lives in Texas, right? Yeah. He's, he's down there, uh-huh. so he's not, you know, Yankee season tickets or anything yeah. like that. Sure, you could sell them, but they... For him, he's not going to go. He's not going to go there. You're not moving. No, for that. you're not going so to New that, York. I'm, I'm balancing here as we wait. Yeah, I, I, I think you just take the money. Yeah, I think you do too. I don't right, think you negotiate let, and let Aaron and, you and want, the Hall but, worry about getting. But getting then you it get from the, the person that you get the whole. I gave him the ball. You know, I I helped. I helped sort of like helping humanity here. I guess. I guess if you were a fan of that team, it might be different. Is the point I'm trying uh, to make? I got you. If, yeah. I, if I'm a Cubs fan and this is Andre Dawson that's right. done it or Sammy Sosa that's done it, yeah. I might feel a different kind of way about giving it to essentially the best guy on my team, yes. the guy I like the most You're on my a fan. team. In this case, since he's yeah. a ranger, in this, it's not my team. I would probably just take the dough. <laughs> I, think I think this one's right. pretty simple. Yeah. This dude is probably the luckiest man in America. Oh, there's no doubt about it. After they, because they're so, like he's a hedge fund manager, like a vice president of 
those those spots we play all the time. I think he's the VP of one of those companies. It's like you know, married to a, a woman who was on The Bachelor. <laughs> he's famous. Now, how fast did he marry her after she was on the show and professing her love for obviously another man? It had to be. Those pretty are the soon. kind of questions I have when you're talking about marrying someone that's been on The Bachelor. Well, money talks, bro. So she probably said, you know what? I can get this guy, and that's probably better than uh, Joe Handsome over here from the TV show. You well, know she saying? lucked up, and now she, they're going to have at least a couple of million coming into the <laughs> bank account uh, thanks to Corey Eumann's great catch of Aaron Judge's number 62 ball. But uh, Aaron Judge, fantastic regular season. Could be winning the Triple Crown just a few points off the batting average title. He's now the AL home run king. Uh, Barry Bonds remains the single season home run king. Next story. The Major League Baseball playoffs are set, Jason, and as Mark Giannato pointed out, there hasn't been last-minute dramatics because we're not coming down to the wire. All of the wild cards have been established. Mm -hmm. There will be four games on Friday. The Cardinals game will be against the Phillies, who are the sixth seed. The Cardinals are the three seed because the one and the two are obviously the division winners. And if I go through the brackets here, your division winners that are the one and the two are Atlanta, who's the two seed. The Dodgers are the one seed. Your three seed are the Cardinals. They'll play the Phillies in a play-in tournament to see who gets to play the Braves. The Padres will play the number 4 seeded Mets, who didn't win their division but had uh, the good record, obviously. Um, They'll play to play the Dodgers. So it'll be Mets, Padres to play the Dodgers. On the other side of the bracket, those six teams will be the six-seeded Tampa Bay Rays will play the Guardians to play the Yankees. Winner plays the Yankees. Mm -hmm. And then for the first time after a pretty large drought, in fact, 21 years, the Mariners will play the Blue Jays, for the rights to play the number one seed in the American, which, of course, we've talked about a lot on this show, is the Houston Astros. So we'll start with predictions because that is the bracket. That's just a broad look here, Jason, and all of the teams. Wild card best of three now, right? Yeah, wild card best of three. So the Cardinals series will start on Friday, best like a normal weekend series. And will be done by Sunday. That's exactly right. returning the DS, NLDS, ALDS next week. And it'll be Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Got it. And then they'll start that NLDS So how do you feel about your chances, Cardinals, man? Here's your chance. I Phillies who just kind of backed in. Hell, my Cubs beat the Phillies, swept them 6-0 this season. I haven't watched enough Phillies baseball. Tell me about the Phillies. Do you I think they can I beat the Cardinals? No. I, I think, like the Cardinals. I, I would be I, I would be hard on you if your Cardinals don't advance past oh, the Phillies. Oh, no. Yes, I we're would be. Setup. Especially you talking about every time that we're in the playoffs, we're thinking World Series, Jason. Remember, remember that yes. little statement earlier yes. in the show? No, I would be I would be upset if your if mm-hmm. NL Central winning Cardinals got knocked off by the Phillies in the wild card round. They backed into the playoffs. <laughs> My Cubs handled them. You should be able to handle the Phillies. Why do you set me up like this? It's you, not a setup. This is a setup. No, listen. What did I tell you about your Cardinals? I said you're going to win the division. Calm yeah. down. Everything's fine. Mm-hmm. And you did. Here's the problem for the Cardinals. If you do beat the Phillies, which I think you're right, they should beat them. They should. you got three games to do it. You're going to have home field. You should get that done. You have an MVP candidate in yes. Goldschmidt. Yes. Pujols is hitting rested, the ball. Rested, mind you, because like last night they did like a, a brigade of young call-ups to try to get through the game. They played Flaherty to see how he looks. Will Pujols be a factor in this? Will yes. They even? Okay. Yes. Especially whether it's right-handers or left-handers, because you remember down the stretch he's been hitting a lot against right-handers Righties and too. taking care of business there. Uh-huh. So you can use him as a DH. You can use him as a pitch hitter off the bench. He's got for, a chance to make an impact in the postseason. Yeah, yeah, I think so. And then Goldschmidt will obviously be at first, and who's going to be the MVP candidate. You got Arenado playing third. Your pitching looks really good. You got Montgomery. I, I think who's that, pitching first game? Do we know yet? Is it Wayne? It'll probably be it? Michaelis. I would think. Okay. It, uh, either Michaelis or yeah, it might you be Wayne. Maybe you would save your warrior Wayne. Wayne huh? will probably be game three. I would think two or three. 
But you've got a, a nice stable there. Montgomery's pitching well, so we'll see. Tell me this. Mets in for a letdown against the Padres. After a letdown of a regular season, no. not winning the NL East, no, they no. power through. The pitching will pull them through against the Padres. It's okay. going to be Mets, Dodgers. Yeah, you're right. I mean, it's Degrom and it's Scherzer. Let's 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 them. bracket it. Let's go. So let's say that the Mets get past them and they get the Dodgers. Who do you like in the in the Dodgers Mets series? Dodgers seem to always disappoint, but uh, yeah, they do. Say for a couple of years ago, uh, I don't I don't want to root against Gary's Mets. I want I want Gary to have some joy mm-hmm. after losing the NL East uh, crown and giving a fifth straight to the Braves. So I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna say that the Mets upset the Dodgers. Okay. Yeah, with their pitching, because of the pitching, because of those two starters, you can throw them back out there a yeah. couple of times in that series. Hopefully you don't use them up too much in this wild card series between DeGrom mm-hmm. and Scherzer, and you can get past the Dodgers. I'll make a prediction. I'm, if, I'm just doing it because I'm, I'm hopeful. I'm hopeful Gary gets some joy. If the Mets get past the Dodgers, I think the Mets will win the National League, and I'm not supposed to say that because I hate the Mets. I just hate the Mets, but they look great, man. I love the Mets. And then uh, on the other side of the bracket, let's go to the American League for a second. The uh, the number one is Houston. They would take on the Mariners Blue Jays series winner, which I think Houston should win that division, don't you? I, I mean, do. the Yankees possibly, but it should be Houston or the Yankees, right? Houston's had their number, yeah. So I, I would go that way. Plus, I'm 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 pulling from my man Dusty. Yeah, for sure. We talked about the droughts coming into this series. It's been, this season, 21 years for the Mariners. The last times I remember the Mariners being good was obviously Junior, mm-hmm. and then Ichiro would probably be the mm-hmm. next era. So this is the latest iteration for the Mariners. It's also been a 10-season drought for the Phillies who got in. I didn't realize it had been a decade for the Phillies. But if you look through the top 12, and this is from Fox Sports, seasons without a playoff series, which NBA team has the longest series drought at 16 seasons? You can probably guess it's in the West. Kings. It is the Kings with 16 seasons for the Kings. In the it's NFL. The epitome of brutality is John Rothschild. Oh, terrible. But yeah, you know what? And w- Would you like your, your freak 7'5 guy, Victor, going to the Kings? Would that bother you as an aside? No. No? No, they suck. Uh, NFL, been 11 seasons for this team. Uh, on the East Coast since 2010, the lowly Jets are of the course, second franchise. Course. I don't know why I was thinking Detroit. Tied uh, with the them, Jets, of course. Tied with them. One of Jeff Calkins' um, not some talked about teams because they're in the NHL. The Hockey. Buffalo Sabers are 11 seasons. The Phillies come in at 10. Then we go to Detroit, eight. The Angels, who you talked about, are at eight seasons, and that is incredible considering how you got Trout and Shohei, and you're doing you're not in the playoffs. It's disgusting. How is that? It's it can't happen. I know they fired my man Madden, right? He's yes. no longer yeah, okay. yes. he couldn't fix it. They have the two best players in baseball, possibly. The two best. Could that happen in the NBA where you have the two best players and you fail to make the postseason? Three times when one of them took home the individual hardware on the MVP and they can't be in the playoffs. That's it's, ridiculous. It's been eight seasons. Kansas City Royals, seven. Pittsburgh, seven. They're terrible, by the way. I saw them last night. They lost like 100 games this season. Terrible. Texas Rangers, six. Hornets, six. Red Wings, it's six. And then the Broncos um, are the last one coming up the rear since 2015. It's been six years for the Denver Broncos. Okay. Russell trying to get them back. Yeah. Um, so. Interesting stuff there. Yeah. I'm pulling for your Cardinals. Mm-hmm. I'm pulling for them. I, I don't know why you think I hate on them. 
I don't think you hate on them. I guess it's I have just, a polite respect for you and your Cardinals, and 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 root for you guys to do well. Just not, you know, not when you're playing the Cubs, but you any trap, other time. But you trap door me a little bit because as I a, think you think I'm sandbagging. You're, you're, I'm not. You're very respectful, which is one of the things I appreciate about you, Jason. I don't Smith. think you. I think you'd rather me giving you a, yes, hell, a me, hard time. You'd rather me just coming at you hard. I guess I'm just, so used to that. I am, most oh. Cubs fans are obnoxious. You might be the only Cubs fan that's not obnoxious. No, I'm, I'm a reasonable Cubs fan. How about I'm, Gary? I'm probably the most reasonable Cubs. How fan. about Gary coming in the weekend saying there's no way that the that the Mets would go into last weekend and not get the three seed and be in the division champion? That that was, I hate. Oh, he he had the guarantee. Oh, Friday he was like, there's no way, there's no way. And oh, Sunday, I didn't know he put the guarantee. Yeah, and down. Friday it was all it was pretty much a lock oh, well, on the, the Gary Parrish show. Yikes! For his Mets, well, he so, might have messed up the karma. So it starts Friday, the uh, Major League Baseball playoffs. You can hear the Cardinals on our sister station, 790 AM. Next story. This one's disturbing for me, especially because of how much I love Chick-fil-A. I was just there oh, this yeah. weekend. Uh, my son played great in his, in his basketball tournament, <laughs> developmental game. And uh, he said, Dad, can we have Chick-fil-A? I said, sure, son, because I love getting that 12-piece. Sure. Okay? And the buffalo sauce. I absolutely love their <laughs> buffalo sauce. Uh, my kid loves it, too. It's delicious. That said, we got a problem in West Memphis with the Chick-fil-A in West Memphis show. <laughs> uh, Chick-fil-A said two employees have been fired after a disturbing video out of the West Memphis store went viral. Okay. The video shows, for those of you all not familiar with the story, what appears to be a Chick-fil-A employee rep- reportedly spitting in the chicken batter. This is while uh, another employee watched and filmed. <laughs> what are you doing? What are you doing? Yeah, yeah. Real, real quick pause for the cause. What you doing filming it? Get your camera out of here. I'm just fixing to spit in this thing. Who are you going to show it to? Because if anybody sees it, you're going to get anybody sees it. That uh, yeah. Other employees are going to snitch on you. You're going to get fired. What's the point? You're going to put. I don't get it. Unless it was just checking, you know. Or if you got some ransom, like unless you they hold were, it over their head. Unless they were ready to quit. They were already fed up. But here's the thing. You never see Chick-fil-A workers flustered or frustrated or looking like them Popeye's workers that are tired. No, they're Tired cool. of pumping out them chickens. They're mindful they're, employees. Because they have such a team, Brad. Yes. And they work in unison, Yes, this team. Chick-fil-A's got the best. The so best. That, that's best another. Best. That's another reason why this story was <laughs> so bothersome. Yeah. Because they have such a good record. Yes. The operator of the store responded on their Facebook page. We've been made aware of the video circulating on social media depicting behavior of a team member that's completely unacceptable. We've identified the team member as well as the one filming and have terminated employment effective immediately. Well, here's the point: mm-hmm. How much spit got into other folks' mouths? <laughs> How many times do you think you've eaten food that's been spit? Oh my God! This in? this is. I am sorry to go here, but it's, it's a it's a scary discussion. How many times but do you, you know think what, it's happened? Do you, do you think it has happened? It's more than you think. It's more than you think. That is sad. That is sad. This is why you are always very respectful, Jason Smith, when you go to a restaurant because you fear this. I go out of my way when it comes to fast food lines, which, as you know, I'm an expert on. Yes, you are. I go out of my way to be extra polite. Sometimes to the point people around me or whatever else are saying, what are you doing that for? Why are you thanking them? You ain't even got the food yet. And I say thank you. At, I say thank you when I'm ordering because I don't want anything to be the thing that puts that employee over and has that pushes him over the ledge yeah. 
and we got a Michael Douglas situation where it's, it's like he's breaking all the way down, and he decides to reach back, pull that burger up, give right? it a little loogie, and and put some on it. And and I guys, I just think this happens more than we think. It's probably a discussion we don't like to have uh, because we fear it. Yes, we fear that it could. Sometimes it's not you. Sometimes it could just be a worker having a bad day, anything they're going through. But I got Brad. We put so much trust into them not doing things like this. I'm telling you, we've been burned. I'm telling you, we've been burned many times and not even known it. Back to the point, this employee, basically, you can go look at the video. Um, looks like they did the... Yeah. So it got the whole, you know, got the whole batter, the whole uh, the whole thing, and it was... It's the uh, grossest thing ever. It's pretty nasty, and it makes you wonder how many times that's happened uh, uh, when you've been in line ordering. Well, I'll take it a step further. I think the reason why Chick-fil-A isn't nervous about publicizing this, and it was on Channel 24's website, as the story I saw, is because they want to get this out there that, hey, we are the ones that will step up and say... This is wrong. The employees have been fired. Well, you got to say something when the viral video is well, out there. You got to say well, you can't yeah. just ignore it. But it is hard to find employees right now, especially for a ten to fifteen dollar an hour job at a Chick Fil A. By the way, Chick Fil A usually the best. These are the best of the best. This is well, like the gold thought. star standard, five star general. Yeah, I don't. Of fast need, I don't food. worry about being as polite when no. I'm at Chick Fil A because I trust. So they're going to address this at Chick Fil A. This ain't you know like uh, Joey's Chicken Shack on the corner that's like you know not going to tell you that they're going to fire. They may keep these employees at Joey's Chicken Shack. Chick Fil A going to come out here and fire them and say we took care of it. Would you go back to the same Chick Fil A without any? Oh boy. Suspicion whatsoever. Would you be able to trust that same Chick fil A that you go if you, this news had come out about your I've Chick-fil-A? I've been to that Chick fil A too, just the like one you. In West Memphis? Yes. This one? Oh, yeah, I've been to it because it's the baseball parks are over in Marion where Jake played. Oh. So if you get, because Marion doesn't, by the high school, there's no fast food over by Marion High School. You got to go over to West Memphis to get to get the food. And there's a Chick fil A drive through right as you drive towards downtown, right off the interstate, off 55. So I've hit that Chick fil A before. It's a good Chick fil A. Pretty new, too, if I'm not mistaken. I've eaten in it. I'd go back. I'd be fine. You know, y'all have heard me when I'm talking bad about the Fraser McDonald's, which continues to have issues, or some others in town uh, that maybe I don't necessarily need to single out right now, yeah, like be the careful. Fraser McDonald's. But, <laughs> but I wait to talk bad about those situations till after I've pulled off. That's of course. A, that's, a, that's a key thing in this because, again, you go off in line. You having a bad day. You, you got an attitude with some of these folks. You have no idea. You, you got too much. You, you got too much to lose. Too much to of, lose. In terms of what they can do to your food. So so this, let this be a lesson to when you can, be as polite as possible uh, to our, our fast food workers, everything else. Uh, they may be going through something. Next story. So Wisconsin has fired their coach in the middle of the season. This keeps happening, Jason. Yeah. These teams are no longer waiting till the end of the season to fire their high-paid coach. Well, they got the money to do it. They've got lots of money. In fact, Paul Christ is... He's agreed to an $11 million buyout. He could have gotten 17 He went ahead and said, I'll cut you a deal. The booster's going to pay me eleven. I'll take eleven, and they're paying him $11 million. I bring this up. Never settling when, when it's a guaranteed. And you Did you see this? The, he settled on it, and I, I kept thinking to myself, if you've got 17 why are you bu- being bought out for eleven? What What's the point of that? Is this it, is a guarantee. I don't, I don't get it. Maybe there's some sort of a payment agreement. I don't know. But Chris... Over the past decade, this has been reported now by the Knight Commission on Intercollegiate Athletics, is part of a widespread thing. These colleges have spent, over the last 10 years, $530 million to buy out football coaches. Well, add Texas A&M to the mix here in a couple of, it won't be this year, but at some point, you'll add them to the pile. 
Oh, it feels like with Jimbo. I feel like I, I was talking to – there's a lot of stuff being written about Jimbo today through ESPN. I was reading it earlier. I don't think Jimbo's going to make that contract. I don't think he'll make it through the, the nine more years. Do you think he'll make it through no, nine no, more no. years? No, no, no. My point is uh, what I've read, it's going to take at least a couple of years before you get to a number to, so that, it's sensible that you that can, that you can afford it. Yeah, well, it's I $50 million instead of $80 million in terms of what you're going to owe him or whatever. I, that, I think That it's got to be a couple, and that's why it can't be this year. As hot as that seat is, it feels like already, yeah. it can't be right now because of the, how big the buyout is. Here's what I think that Bjork's going to force Jimbo to do because it's kind of alluded to in the article I read from ESPN today. They're going to force him to either not make the play calls on offense because he's still calling plays, or you got to figure out some sort of a scheme because you got too many damn good players on that team. Mm-hmm. Like Texas A&M is loaded. Well, and when you can't change the coach, you have to look like you've made some sort of adjustment for those fans that have got all those questions that are yes. all hot and calling you saying this ain't the guy. Since you can't change, <laughs> right. you've got to say, hey, we made this adjustment. We changed uh, responsibilities for him, play calling, coordinators, whatever yes. it is. That's really yes. the only option they have. It's one point. of the things you've pointed out over the years. One of the most important things an athletic director can do is save a person from themselves or force their hand in their own department. That's part of the job. Mm-hmm. Here's the Here's the list of fun facts about these buyouts. Five universities have fired their coach this season. All Power Five programs, $56.7 million. Scott Frost, $15 million buyout. Paid. Boom. A lot of money to fail. Carl Dorrell, uh, the coach at Colorado, 11.4. Done. Jeff Collins, Georgia Tech, $11.3 million. Paul Christ, Wisconsin, $11 million. Herm Edwards, this is the final of the five. Only an $8 million buyout for Herm. Um to pay a coach to go away, these schools have these TV deals. They're all Power Five. Uh, Nebraska could have saved itself eight million dollars if they would have just waited twenty days. These coaches—they do they don't want to wait. But I remember that was the story on Frost. Yeah, could have just waited a little while longer. Uh, would have paid less and did not. So now we got to do this now. Do you think this will continue to like fire midseason with these big buyouts? It seems like the contracts are still going to come. Um, they because they've got it to pay in much most of these situations. I think you do it. You don't yeah. wait till the end. Recruiting classes, you know, you got all that happening. Uh, recruiting is a constant. It's an everyday. It's a three sixty five. And so, if you're sitting there with a lame duck coach who you're waiting to the end of the season, you're setting yourself behind on the next right. on on the next crop for the next guy. All of it. So you might as well do it. Yeah. Right. And especially for these power fives that have got the money to whether it's an eleven or an eight, that's nothing to them. Uh, again, it's different with Jimbo, who's yeah. up there in the tens of millions. In I mean, terms it's like of seventy, what eighty million dollars. Yeah. yeah, right now can't they can't. They can't do anything right now. They're just gonna. Yeah. They're mired in disappointment. I got one more. Next story. All right, we're getting more uh, from TMZ and others about Brady and Giselle's oh, yes. imminent divorce. Um, b- was breaking yesterday. Apparently, according to TMZ, the hunt for these divorce lawyers has been going on. Uh, much longer than had been reported. It's been in the works for weeks. Uh, the marriage is beyond saving, the, at least according to their sources. Uh, this is done. Uh, the, uh, one so, uh, their sources say if the divorce docs are filed, which seems to be a certain, it'll happen, yep. in, it'll happen in Florida. Uh, according to page mm. six, those attorneys, uh, the, page six is saying they have been hired. They've been living in wow. separate homes for a while now. Uh, and, and again, you're like, well, hey, this is a sports show. What y'all talking about a divorce for? Are, are you kidding me? This is yeah. high profile. The GOAT number one yeah. with Tom Brady, who retired and then unretired. Yeah. And we wondered how, how it would affect the family. Giselle's been wanting him to retire for a while now. Yeah. And you just wonder going back home. And you remember when he came back and he said, man, I'm 47 years old, going through some ish. Yep. You know, all of that. 
I mean, it goes back to everything feels like this marriage. And, and, and again, you feel for both of them in this situation, but um, I don't think this is going away anytime soon because of the amounts of money you're talking about. She's worth 300, 400 something million dollars. He's worth that. Heck, he's got 350 million, I believe it is, waiting on him with a television broadcast career. Yep. So it's money on money. And, 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 and I guess I, you know, in my emotions about all this, I reacted yesterday immediately in the sense that, you know, in these situations, Brad, we have a tendency to come down one side or the other, right? It's just how we do. Sure. Uh, in divorce, whatever, you're going to pick one side. Yeah. Or whatever. And, and my side was, what's Tom doing? Because at one point you were ready to hang it up, mm-hmm. be with the kids, be with her. And, and, then, and then it's like we talked about with Trista yesterday. There's something in your DNA that you just can't turn off. And maybe it comes with the goats, but it's something you can't go off. It's, it's the, the enjoyment of the grind. It's getting back out there, competing for a championship, all of it, that you can't turn off even yeah. at uh, 40, whatever he is now, 45 yeah. years old that he is now. And even with family sitting there saying, come on home, you choose the other route, and you think about the impact that that's going to have potentially on the family uh-huh. that you're saying, nah, I ain't ready yet, after year after year after year of sticking with you and saying, yeah, yeah, we'll be, we're going to stick uh-huh. We'll be there at the games. We'll be there to support you. We can't wait till you retire, but we'll be there. You, you keep telling them, oh, this is, it just feels natural that this was going to happen. Jordan had this too, right? Well, yeah. Kind of? I wonder. I mean, I don't know enough about him and Juanita's divorce to yeah. know – you know, at, you know, how, but he wanted to come back workings, playing with but, the Wizards. Like, could not but, hang it but up. Jordan had that kind of DNA we're talking about, where it feels like you just can't that goat DNA. Yeah, you know, Trista made a great point about some of these guys that we can't understand it. You've got seven Super Bowls. Why do you need to come back, and especially on a team that yeah. maybe isn't necessarily whether it's health or whatever else tailored the way it, uh, yours was two years ago when you won one? Like, what's the point? You, you're. How much more greatness can you add to the GOAT? I think you're wired differently. And so I think the, you're wired so differently. Back to the point. We can't yeah. understand that, but something inside no. him. But, but, but again, I, I would tell you, Brad, when it's, okay, I've got that bug. Yeah. It's what makes me. It's my DNA. But I've also got my family here. Yeah. Don't you at some point, every athlete gets to that, have to pick family? I, I don't think – I'm going to be careful here. I went back to the relationship side of this because a lot of people were saying that he's just not a relationship guy. Think about Bridget Moynihan. She was with his child when he got hooked up with, with uh, Giselle. Giselle. Yeah. Like, nobody's talking about that. I don't I think don't, Brady don't think is I all... I'm not, trying, I'm not saying I'm perfect either. That's the first thing I say when it comes to matters like this. He who shall proclaim to be perfect. Uh, so that is, kid is 15, I'm reading. That with kid Brid- is 15 kid years old. Okay. Right. So she was with child... And he was moving on. Yes. Now, the particulars on that are sticky still to this day. My point is, I, I don't think Tom Brady about that life. I don't give a crap if it's Bridget Moynihan or a supermodel wife for all these years. He loves football. He's about Tom Brady. Maybe, I think maybe Brady I, loves some maybe damn maybe Brady. Maybe it's me that I, could, I can't hate on that. If, if it's me or you, sure, and we've won seven Super Bowls and family's calling and we've got all, we've earned all the money, we're taking one thing, but for Tom... Here's the thing, though. He, Here's he, where it's a personal failing. You and I have done things in our life, and I, know, I realize we're not Super Bowl champs here, you and me, but there are things that you and I have done because of our family and because of our wives and because of our relationships. I'm not saying we're perfect relationship experts, but you and I are similar in the sense that we've made some personal choices in our lives because of another person. I don't think that's Tom Brady. 
I don't think Tom Brady's doing that. that. That's what I'm getting at. Maybe I've just got to understand that that's not him. That ain't him. He no, ain't, that family man that taking care of your he's kids. He's not stepping that, back for that anybody. That commitment you made to that family when you married her in 2009 yeah. and, and, and to the kids that for yeah. him, it's not priority number one. That's my read on it. And because, I, I, I'm not sure I can hate on him for that no, because there's another side of him that makes the go- he just, we, we're not wired like Tom Brady. Some is. people are just like that. Like I, I think personal sacrifice is is part of having a healthy relationship. Sometimes I'm not saying I've sacrificed major things for my family, but for Tom, what the hell? You won seven Super Bowls, bro. But my thing is okay. Let's look at the competitive side. The best thing for you would have been right out on top. Yes, right on out, winning seven. That on was top. the move. Then it's the last thing we ever say about you. Was you were a Super Bowl champion? Right. You come back and you put up. You you risk potentially. You know this 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 end of your career that isn't right. n- nearly the storybook ending that you had a couple of years ago. And is it worth it? So, but again, a lot of the greats, whether Mike with the Wizards, whatever else, they got to hit that wall first because they can't. It's not just a light you can turn out and walk out the door. Yep. You got to smack that wall. Like it's got to be like for for Jordan. It was man. I can't handle getting 18 and not not being one of the best players in the league, you know? And now Tom, I don't know. I think the jury's still out if he's one of the best players in the league. We got it's it's been a, the season man, has been perfect, man. I would yeah, you talking about this year. Yeah, yeah. this year. This but, season that he decided to come back for. Yeah, but he is uh Like what was it worth to you, bro? Like it's, you know, that team may not be a Super Bowl team. There's a good chance they're not. No. You just saw KC ran all over a defense that had been so great for the last 3 years. Again, he's going to get Mike he's got Mike Evans back now. You know, Godwin's going to get uh, fully healthy at some point. Like, they'll be in the mix toward the end of the season. But, again, if it doesn't end in Super Bowl and glory. Then it sucks. I, then the bottom line is what you point out. Was it worth it? I don't I don't know. I don't think so. It's a Maybe question. to him it is. It, it, it's a question he might be asking himself uh, for years to come. All right, we got plenty more to get to, uh, including Odell Beckham Jr. and Aaron Rodgers flirting. Uh, I don't like uh, it. Uh, big night, too, for Memphis's own Glorilla last night at the BET Hip Hop Awards. We'll get to all that when we come back. Listen to Jason John, 929 FM, ESPN. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. (laughs) Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. 
spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.